0: Hello, Cleaning Buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jin Lin and this is going to be a 15-minute declutter or clean. You can do whatever you want in this 15 minutes. Um, this one does come with a trigger warning, though, because I'm going to be talking about self-compassion. One of the things I'm going to talk about is one of the things that really got me to understand um, one of the kind of um, concepts I'm going to talk about. Um, And I am going to read a couple of excerpts from Jan Coates' book, Attitude and Eyes. um, And it does talk about um, how her mother, who had a mental um, illness, she had a mental illness, and so she was um, kind of abusive. There's only, it's not um, terrible, it's just, um, it's it's not terrible abuse, um, but the... The um emotional thing might be a little too much for some people, Um, but I will I'll tell you when I'm coming to that part. If you want to listen up until then, um, so basically I found this great website with selfcompassion.org, and there's a Dr. Neff I think is how you say it, and she, I guess she was really the first one to um talk about it in this kind of way and came up with some different ideas about it. So. Um, you know, when you think about having compassion for other people, you know, you notice that they're suffering and you feel moved by that. It's not just like, Oh, they're having a bad day. Like that's not compassion. Um, and we're going to talk more about like what compassion is not, but, um, you see that somebody's suffering and it moves you emotionally to where you want to, um, you just want to reach out to them. Like you just feel you, it's like, you know, empathy. You feel that um like you know you care you want to help them um and when somebody's going through something like that you're not saying well just get over it like you're so stupid why did you do that again you know you have understanding and kindness for what they're going through if you're feeling true compassion um you also realize if it's for you so we're talking about self compassion so this is the problem that most people have is that when the same issues happen to ourselves, we don't offer ourselves or extend ourselves the same compassion that we do to other people, but we're exactly the same. We're going through the same stuff. Why do we attack and beat ourselves up instead of being compassionate? Because I'll get into some other stuff in a minute, but that's really, um, you're making it worse on yourself when you beat yourself up over stuff. Um, so Give me a second because I've got my eraser on here for some reason. Okay, there we go. Um, So when you're giving yourself self-compassion, it means that you also realize that this thing you're going through is part of what all people go through. Like we have this shared experience of hard times some of the time and good times some of the time, but self-compassion means that you understand it's not just you kind of thing. Um, So noticing that you're suffering and offering yourself, um, warmth and caring and wanting to find a way to help instead of make yourself wrong and beat yourself up and all of that. Um, so she also identified three different elements. Um, one of self-kindness versus self-judgment. So being kind to yourself instead of judging, you know, like, um, if i have my bad attitude and i um bark at somebody or whatever having kindness towards myself like okay it's the first time in a long time i just need to stop and you know pull myself back a little bit i can do this instead of i'm such a bad word um i'm never going to get this right i'm never going to be able to change just really you know judging myself like i'm a bad person not that There was a bad thing that happened, but I am actually inherently bad. Um, Common humanity versus isolation. So this is what I was talking about a minute ago. You understand that when you mess up, so does everybody. It's not just you. Um, When you get to thinking that it's just you, that's becomes something else. Um, Mindfulness versus over-identification. So you are not whatever you did. Again, you're not a bad person just something bad happened. Um, and also, so you're not ignoring what happened. You're being mindful. So you're not ignoring it, but you're also not over-exaggerating it. Like, you know, I'll never come back from this kind of thinking. Um, and also in, um, Buddhism, there's a, Tara Brack is a great author and she talks about the second arrow And the second arrow is basically you're already hurt and wounded, like something's already happened that is not good. And when you then either make it wrong that you feel that way, like, um, okay, somebody was mean to me, so now I feel upset and, oh, I don't want to feel upset. That's the second arrow. So you're already, you already have something wrong and you're adding something and making it even it's making it wrong to be wrong. So you're just making it worse. So the other thing would be, okay, I'm having this feeling, but that person doesn't define me. You know, it's like talking yourself out of it. So you don't have to, which that's not really being mindful, but it's just, um, making sure that you're not over identifying and turning it into this downward spiral kind of thing. Um, so, what it's not, it's not self-pity. So self-pity would be that over-identification. You're so drowned in your own problems that you forget that anybody else even has problems or that anybody else has ever been through what you're going through. Um, the kind of I'm the only one mentality. Um, you're wrapped up in drama and you can't step back to appreciate others, other perspectives. Um, so that is not self-compassion. Another thing that's not self-compassion is self-indulgence. Oh, this person was mean to me, so I'm going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat ice cream all day. Um, When you have self-compassion, being happy and healthy long-term is what Dr. Neff says is usually your goal. So, um, if it's coming from a place of self-compassion. So, doing something that's going to make you feel worse in the long run is not... That's indulgence. It's not um, self-compassion. And also... Um, I'm not exactly sure where this one, I have it under self-indulgence, but um, a lot of people at this point will try to shame themselves into action. um, And that's not going to work. So you don't want to, anything that's going to make you feel bad about yourself, like as an identity is going to be, no, we don't want to do that. I think um, that came under the the idea of self-esteem, which I kind of left out because self-esteem means so many things to so many different people. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of people who do try to shame themselves into action. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm so disgusting. I really need to do, you know, whatever. So that usually doesn't work because it starts out with the, um, with the idea, like I am bad, I've done things wrong. I'm gross, whatever it is, it's not helpful place. Um, All right, so in practice, so like practicing self-compassion, you want to have a goodwill, not good feelings, not like fluffy rainbow, everything's great and perfect. Because when you do that, you're not even acknowledging the pain that you have. You should definitely acknowledge that you're not feeling good, that you're um, in pain. Accept the moment's painful. Don't try to make it go away. Give yourself kindness though. Like, okay, it's okay to feel this way allowing feelings to happen. Like we allow happy feelings. Happy feelings are great, fine, wonderful. But when it comes to having a bad feeling, we're suddenly like, no, 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 can't have that push it away. And that just makes it worse because you're doing that second arrow thing where you're making it wrong to feel bad. It's not wrong to feel bad. If you never felt bad, you wouldn't appreciate good feelings. So, um, but like I said, most of this is from selfcompassion.org. Um, She actually has something on her website. It's like a self-compassion, um, meditation, but another thing that she said was, um, think about yourself as, um, or what would you say to a friend who is going through what you're going through? Like if you could step back from the situation and pretend that you're talking to a friend who's going through what you're going through, what would you say to them? A lot of times that will get you into that mindset, um, Another thing is that this was, I don't even remember where I saw this, but they were talking about, um, thinking of yourself as a child, like the same way that you would, because most people, you know, you can like, if I see an adult going through something, I might be like, well, they made a lot of bad decisions, even if it's something that, you know, like something that I've gone through or whatever, you know, just depending on the mood that I'm in. But when you see a child, most people, when you see a child or they even said an animal, if you feel that way about animals, imagine how you would feel, you know, think of yourself in that kind of way, like as you would a child when you're going through something. Not that you're being childish, but just like, how would you respond if a child came to you feeling this way? Um, And that's where I get to the stuff. um, What's so crazy is that, um I talked a little bit about the Attitude Nice book and I was like the stuff that this woman went through like I cannot believe that she's in this chapter started out talking about the fact that she's not in a padded cell. Um and it says um the title of it is learning about change the hard way. Um so this is where my trigger warning was coming in. I wanted to give you guys some time if you just absolutely don't want to Um, hear anything like this I'm going to give you at least a little time to do some stuff beforehand so we're at 11 minutes um, but I am going to share a couple things from this book that might be triggering to some people so if you want to turn off go ahead and turn off now um okay so she started out saying her dad always said you can't always control situations or people but you can control your attitude towards those situations and people I learned this the hard way "'Shh, Mom is still asleep. "'At age five, I stood on my tiptoes in the pantry, "'trying to reach the big jar of peanut butter and bread. "'Careful not to scratch the kitchen floor, "'I inched a chair to the counter "'to make a sandwich to eat "'while I walked to kindergarten. "'So she's five years old. "'She's walking to kindergarten by herself "'cause her mom's sleeping in the in the morning. "'She still woke her mom up. "'I heard feet stomping behind me. "'I turned and saw that Mom held a belt in her fist. "'Why haven't you left yet?' "'She whipped my skinny legs.' Stupid! Don't you know anything? Oh my God. Like just the idea of this. And the next sentence is mom suffered from mental illness. I was her evil child. So it's not, you know, obviously the mom was going through some stuff, but this woman as a child went through some stuff and, um, and that's the only instance of abuse, by the way, I'm not, there's nothing else. The next thing is just heart, you know, whatever. Um, but at five years old that she's having to make her own food and try not to wake her mom up, she's trying to be good. She's trying not to wake her mom up. She's going to have to walk to kindergarten. She's hungry and she's dealing with all this and she still manages to wake her up. And then before she goes to school that day, she gets whipped with a belt and called stupid. Can you imagine? Like, I just, that was the first thing that just, my heart was just like, aching for this person and I just I think maybe for the first time really felt that um, compassion like I mean not the first time ever in my life but like thinking about an adult like an adult's writing this book but this is what she went through as a child and I just cannot believe that she came out okay from all this Um, so it goes on when she's seven years old and in second grade I don't have it pulled up I'm just gonna from my memory but basically she remembers that it's picture day And she, um, wants to look nice for her picture. She, she imagines them not allowing her to even be in line to take her picture because she looks bad. So she goes into the bathroom and she starts uh, singing, Jesus loves me and cutting mats out of her hair so that her hair would lay down. And she goes and finds, um, this little dress she has that stains all over it. There's actually a picture of her on that day in the, in the book. Um, and she goes to school and she tries to, you know, she gets there and she's kind of like eyes to the floor. So worried. They're just going to tell her that she can't take a picture with her class. And the photographer's assistant sees her and says, Oh my goodness, I'll be right back. And she goes and gets her purse and she had some hairpins, and she brushes her hair and she tries to lay her hair down with water, but you know, she's cut big chunks out of her hair And, you know, she pins it on the side to keep it in place. And lady just made her feel like she was just as normal and just as pretty as all the other girls there that day. And that is, that is compassion. And that is how we should be treating ourselves. But we don't, we beat ourselves up. We're kind of more like the mom in the situation when it comes to the things that we do wrong. Um, so don't be like that to yourself. You've got to give yourself compassion and, uh, that's just my first little, um, section of notes that I took on trying to maybe come up with a self-compassion course. Um, but we are at the end of our 15 minutes now, so I hope you were able to get a few things done. Um, I kind of hate to leave it on that note cause it's like so gut-wrenching, but, um, that just really, I read the book first and then I was looking more at compassion stuff and I was like, wow, like that, is just the perfect example of like how we treat ourselves in the situation we should see. I mean, because if you turn that around and you think about that little girl just trying to do what she needed to do and that big meanie coming behind her and just, you know, that's what we do to ourselves. And like, I realize that that's somebody's real life and you know, it's not the same, but that, um, situation helped me to see how I need to be with myself. So, I went ahead and did a little, an extra minute here just because I just couldn't leave it there. So, um, hope you guys got some stuff done and yay, a 15 minute clean.